Welcome to the interview chair. My name is Jimmy Casas and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the interview chair. You are genuine, sincere, and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Welcome to episode 37 of the interview chair, a season of hope. I'll admit it, I struggled this past week. I mean, after all, it is November and all the way may be thankful for the additional hour of sleep we all received last night. We also know that it comes with a cost, less daytime and more darkness. Truth be told, it's hard to watch my colleagues in the field struggling right now. Not struggle with the workload or the hundreds of tasks that need to be completed, but struggle emotionally. I think I know why, too. They want to save every kid, and they don't know how, and they don't believe they can. Watching a student give up, share with you privately that they hate school, or listening to them state that no one cares is a hard pill to swallow for any educator. And adding a student's name to the dropout list never gets easier for my high school colleagues. So this morning I was reflecting on what I was thankful for and what I wanted to say on this podcast. I often think of this time of the year with back-to-back holidays approaching us as, well, a season of hope. I kept thinking that I wanted to talk about anything that would give you hope and remind you that you will get through these difficult professional moments that sometimes make you want to question your impact as an educator. I am blessed that I get to experience working with so many teachers and support staff and administrators in the education profession who care so much and also give so much because they want to see their students experience joy and just as important to have their students know what it feels like to be a successful learner. Yet these same passionate and caring teachers and school leaders who are so committed to making a difference also spend countless hours agonizing over their work because, well, they fear the thought of not reaching a child is almost unbearable. Even more heartbreaking is when they can see all of a student's potential slipping away, that it brings them to tears and in need of some serious Kleenex, but because for whatever reason, our students are not able to see it in themselves at that very moment. So, This is for all of you who have ever experienced that very moment where a student feels like giving up. There are days when emotionally you give everything you have to a student, and in most cases, their families. And when they hurt, I know you hurt. I see you. I see you. You can't help it. You want to see every student reach their potential. I get it. You don't want them to fail. You want to see your students experience firsthand the joy and feeling that comes with accomplishing something significant. Well, this past week, I was working with a principal whose resiliency as a school leader was tested. A year and a half into his position, he is questioning right now whether or not he can continue to do this job. Maybe you know what that feels like. He stated that he's struggling to successfully address and come up with solutions to help some of his students deal with their ongoing personal crises. And during our session, he shared several examples that he's currently dealing with. One student told me he didn't believe he cared about him. Another student spoke of being on a path of self-destruction and feeling like there wasn't anyone who could help him. 
Another student felt like the school system was placing limits on his academic abilities. Another student described how she walks the hallways after each class period with hundreds of students, yet feels as though the hallways are empty and she's alone. And finally, for one young man, school was getting in the way of his work schedule and he needed the money to help provide for his family. Now, many educators with whom I've interacted with over the years struggled throughout their educational careers, myself included. I think part of our motivation in going into teaching and for those who continued to administration was to take those personal experiences and use those experiences to help others. To recognize that every student has the potential to make a positive impact. So when it feels like we're not able to make a difference with a student, well, it's hard not to take it personally. I don't mean personally like it's about us. I mean personally as in we feel helpless that we are unable to come up with a solution at that moment to help a student who is feeling hopeless and sometimes lost. It's true. We know from personal conversations that we have had with students that some still believe school is an institution that puts limits on their potential. They share stories of being told for years that you know they can't do this or they can't do that. They believe the system has categorized them throughout their school experience and label them as average or a low ability reader or at risk or a potential to drop out or a student with special needs, etc. You get it. You know what I'm talking about. But then at the same time, they watched as the same institution labeled others as an honor student, talented and gifted, college bound, AP potential. Other students speak of promises made by the adults that went unfulfilled in a system that assured them of success only to find out that they meant success for those who were willing to play the game of school and were compliant. Some of these students now attend school and body but are not there in mind or spirit. They've checked out. I hope you never doubt how much our profession needs you, but it also needs us to believe that every child not only wants to be great but can be great. In other words, we need you back in the interview chair where you believe that you, together with your colleagues, could truly help every student feel that sense of belonging and belief in themselves. They need us to be that staff member who cares about them and is willing to encourage them and love them regardless of the attitude they bring to school that day. They need someone to take notice of their skills and then provide them the strategies and an understanding of how to use those skills sets to thrive. There are a myriad of variables that come into play which determines why some students are successful and some students are not, especially when we're dealing with our most challenging students. But investing time to understand the variables is what sets you apart. We know there will be days that push you to the brink and cause you to question your impact. You're not alone in that feeling, my friends. However, we know from past experiences that we must remain focused on the long term and maintain faith and hope that we are making a significant impact in some way. After all, we all made the decision long ago to give of ourselves in every capacity with no expectations of getting anything in return but to help the greater cause. As teachers, you are faced with the task of teaching all children, the gifted, children with special needs, the engaged learner, as well as the reluctant learner, the homeless, those who have been incarcerated and those who are suffering from mental illness. The best teachers love all of their students, regardless of their sexual identity, their level of income, whether they be affluent or poor or been the victim of physical or mental abuse or are absent from school more often 
than they are in attendance. Regardless of the severity of the challenges facing them or their students, many of our teachers and principals in schools today are investing everything they have in them because they know that what they agonize over is also the same thing that keeps them up at night. The opportunity to make a significant impact on a student that will change their course in life forever in a positive way. The greatest reward there is for educators for trying and never giving up. So for my friends and colleagues who are agonizing, know that your Kodak moment, or perhaps I should say Kleenex moments, are coming. Either way, know that I am praying for you and hoping that a good cry is coming your way soon as you see your efforts be rewarded by a heartfelt thank you from a student or parent this school year, or in this case, from a colleague who cares about you and appreciates you and the work you do on a daily basis. Blessings to all of you, our teachers, our secretaries, teaching assistants, custodians, cooks, and administrators as you approach the upcoming holidays. My friends, it is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair, because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you. Be sure to check out my website at jimmycasas.com backslash the interview chair for links, resources, and show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at casas underscore Jimmy. If you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts to ensure you never miss an episode.